0: tired of constantly asking other people for their opinion on what you should or shouldn't do, listen up. I know how it feels to always seek validation from others and I'm going to show you how to break that tricky habit once and for all. Join me each week as we explore what it's like to learn how to trust and believe in yourself after years or even decades of the media and other people teaching you the exact opposite. I'm Jessica Keen and you're listening to the Imperfectly Intuitive Podcast. I'm so psyched you're here with me so let's get started now. So much for tuning into my first officially new episode of the Imperfectly Intuitive podcast. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, please go do so. I talk about why I rebranded from what this podcast used to be, what I hope to get out of this, things I'm going to talk about, and just more about myself. So definitely listen to that if you haven't already, or listen again if you want. It's a good one. I mean, I'm a little biased, but last week I had mentioned. I had alluded to what this week's topic is, and so I wanted to dive into that now. So today I'm going to talk about what I consider to be the most important question you probably haven't asked yourself lately, and that question is, who am I? When I think about the question of who am I, something that I inevitably end up thinking about is who I used to be and or who I used to have to be. And I've gone to counseling a few different times uh, in my life. And it wasn't until I started going to counseling that I realized how much my past has affected me, you know, for better or worse. Some things are better and some things are worse, but they all make us into who we are right now. And some of you might have a really good idea of who you are now. Like, I'm this type of person, I do this, and you might have a very quick answer to that question. And some of you probably have no freaking idea where to even start. I feel like I've been both of those extremes and somewhere in the middle. One thing that's really shown my growth from who I used to be to who I am now is my Instagram feed. You know, at the end of the year, everybody always shares those like Instagram top nine, whatever, with your most liked photos of the year. Well, in the past, and like three or four years ago and before, I used to never be in my top nine because I never took pictures of myself. There'd be pictures of my dog Bella, who's super cute, or pictures of books, or coffee, or coffee mugs, and maybe even other people. But I never took pictures of myself because I didn't feel worthy. I didn't have a lot of self-love. I didn't like the way I looked. I had body image image issues and self-esteem issues. And I'm definitely not fully cured, if you want to call it that, of those things now. But I'm living my life in a very different way now than I was before. So if you looked at my top nine from a couple years ago, like I said, I was almost, I don't think I was ever in it. Or if I was, it was one of the nine pictures, if that. But the last two years, I've been in every, if not most, of the photos in my top nine, which I feel like saying that it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but it really was to me. Like I used to define myself as somebody who didn't take pictures of themselves because they didn't like how they looked. I I had low self-esteem, and I didn't know how to deal with it, so I just kind of ignored it or tried to focus on other aspects of my life. That's who I used to be, and I'm not that way anymore. And even though People may not choose to identify as somebody with self-esteem and body image issues. That's who I was. And it's authentic and vulnerable and honest. I didn't want to have those self-esteem and body image issues, but I did. And even if I wasn't willing to confront that at the time, which I definitely wasn't, I am now from being able to look back at that time in my life and really see more objectively now who I used to be. Because when you're in the middle of something, it can be really hard to be honest with yourself about what you're going through, who you really are and what's really happening. Because I think we get really caught up in our own heads and our own minds, and we can, our minds can spiral based on nothing. You know, it can be one tiny thing happens, and it can turn into this huge deal. But with the gift of time, if you want to call it that, now I'm able to see things more objectively than I was when I was having all of those self-esteem and body image and self-worth issues. So now I think it's really valuable to have that perspective because if I didn't remember that I used to have those self-esteem issues, I wouldn't be as proud of myself for where I am in my life now. Like if I didn't take the time to think about who I used to be, I wouldn't be as proud as I am now. I've worked really hard on my self-love and personal development journey to get where I am right now. And I might not be in this position forever, but I'm really proud of where I am right now because it's miles ahead from where I used to be. But like I said, I wouldn't be able to appreciate where I am now in that journey if I hadn't looked back to where I used to be and who I used to have to be. I kept telling myself I had to be somebody who blended into the background and didn't stand out. I was bullied a lot as a kid, even by people who were my quote-unquote friends, and I thought I deserved it. You know, and I'm definitely not the only person who has felt that way or will feel that way. And I thought I was somebody who had to always take care of others before I took care of myself. Always. And again, I know I'm definitely not the only person who's felt that way. And I used to think that I was somebody who would never find love. I thought I would probably be alone forever. And I would watch like romantic comedies and and other just, I guess, romantic movies in general. And sometimes they make me cry because I didn't know if somebody would ever feel that way about me. Because at the time, I couldn't imagine finding something like that because I had such a low viewpoint of myself. And again, I need to be able to look back on those different times in my life now with this perspective I have from living through all of those things to fully appreciate where I am now and who I am now. Because I am who I am here today because of all the things that I've gone through in my life. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. And so are you. And even if there are things that you're not crazy about or things you wish hadn't happened or things you wish had happened differently or anything like that, they happen the way they happened. And yes, sometimes life is just really, really unfair and confusing and frankly horrible. But for most people, it's not that case all of the time. And all of us go through dark periods, confusing times, you know, all of the different things. And all of those things we've gone through, again, the good, the bad, everything in between, make us into who we are today. And so that's why I really think you can't answer the question of who am I without thinking about who you used to be and who you used to have to be. Like, that's so, so powerful to think about because for the most part, who you used to have to be isn't who you need to be anymore. I'll say it again. Who you used to have to be isn't who you need to be anymore. And I think a lot of us get stuck in that place. Like we get stuck in our old ways of thinking and our old ways of doing because it's comfortable, because it's familiar, whatever. But we could be doing things differently, but we choose not to because fear sets in, our self-worth issues pop up, you know, any number of things can happen. But I want you to be able to confront that self-worth and the, your ego saying no and all of those things and the fear of rejection or whatever it is that you have. I think it's so important for us to confront those things because otherwise we're not going to be able to grow and move forward onto whatever's next. We just won't. And for some people, they're okay with that. They want to just stay in the same spot their whole lives, not rock any boats, nothing like that. Just kind of move along and go through the motions. And if that's all you need to do right now is go through the motions, please do that. You just need to be honest with yourself about where you are and what you're capable of of doing or thinking about. But for a lot of people, and I think that this time we're going through right now could be an exception to this because of all the extra stressors and different things like that. But it's really important to think about who we used to have to be and know that we don't have to be that way anymore. Like for a long time, I told myself I had to be really quiet, stand in the background, like don't stand out at all, always blend in. Just be quiet, be the quiet girl in the back of the, the classroom or the back of the meeting at work and just sit there listen and go back to your desk and just do your thing, just be quiet, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what I told myself I had to be for a really long time and it was comfortable. Well, people don't expect me to talk, so I'm not going to talk and people just know I'm going to get my work done and I just kind of do my own thing and that's fine. But that's all it was, you know, it was just fine. I wasn't super happy with my life. I mean, I wasn't depressed, but I wasn't super happy. I was just kind of going along with emotions like I mentioned before. And I don't think there was a specific moment necessarily that changed my trajectory on that. But it's a lot of baby steps and little things that add up to being big steps to show us where we are now. Like I said, a few years ago on Instagram, I, wouldn't, I had no pictures of myself basically. Or if they were pictures, they weren't just of me. It was me with other people. And as far as that journey goes, I can remember a specific time where I decided it was time for it to change. I think it was about. I feel like it was summertime, so about two years ago. I I think I was probably out running errands with my, probably well, my fiance at the time, my husband now, and I was wearing. I think the first photo that I'm thinking of, I was wearing um, a maxi dress that I still have. And it's a black and white striped pattern maxi dress. And I absolutely loved it. And one day we were going out shopping, just running errands. And I decided to not wear a cardigan with it because it was really hot. And that was a monumental decision for me. Because I'd always been really self-conscious about my arms, well, about my body in general. But about my arms and, like, the arm fat I had and when people would see I don't even know my armpits. I don't know. I don't now I don't really remember specifically what I was worried about, but it used to just like plague me, like worrying about what about what people would think about how I looked. And that's how I spent a lot of my time being worried about what other people would, would think or would possibly think or whatever. And that day I did not wear a cardigan. And I asked my you know, probably fiance at the time, now husband, to take a picture of me outside our apartment complex just of me by myself. And that was so, so, so scary for me. I don't know what made me do it, but I'm really glad that I did. He took a picture of me and I decided to post it on Instagram. And see, I'll see if I can find the caption to show you. Or to not to show you, to tell you about it. But I remember I was so terrified about it because it was like a full body picture of me, which didn't exist at the time, basically. And definitely not pictures on my feed of my full body and things like that. Yes, I found it, okay. So I wanna read to you the caption and it's from May 28th, 2018. Today, I did a thing. I ran errands with my fiance and I decided not to wear a sweater over my dress because it's so hot out. And guess what? No one said anything or gave me dirty looks. In the past, I would have grabbed a sweater no matter what the temp was outside because my arms make me self-conscious. Today, I decided to put myself first, and I had my fiancé take my photo as proof. I don't usually take very many selfies or photos of myself, but I've decided it's time for that to change. I want to be able to look back on my life and remember who I was and what I was doing at various times. My body and my weight don't define me, not anymore, and it's time to celebrate that. And I got, ended up getting a lot of likes and comments from my friends and things like that, and which isn't why I did it, of course. But it helped me because I was so, so nervous and so terrified. But I just decided enough is enough. I need to do something. I need to change something and start a different trajectory for myself. And I did. Ugh, just like even like thinking about that makes me emotional now because I remember how terrified and scared I was and all I could see in those photos of myself or my flaws. And then I think it was two days later, I posted a picture of my legs, which sounds strange probably, but this was also a really monumental moment for me because I always wore sweater, sweaters with dresses and leggings because I wasn't comfortable. I don't read the whole caption for this one, but this was posted two days later. And it's a photo of my legs because I was wearing a dress without leggings. So it says, this is my reality today. I made the conscious decision to wear a dress without wearing leggings underneath. It may seem like a small thing, but I admit I had to work up a lot of courage to follow through with my choice this morning. So here are my calves. I'm not crazy about them. I could think of several negative things to say about them right now, but I won't. It's all about baby steps and little victories. So here's my victory for today. And one of the hashtags I included was hashtag my calves are mine, which is really funny. Okay. So there was like a distinct shift on my Instagram when I started to be more authentic and show more about myself and who I am. And I know this was definitely a lot like, I don't I didn't intend to talk about (laughs) this part of things today, but it came up. So here we are. And so that's just one example. Like I used to think I had to be somebody who always wore a sweater with a dress, who always wore leggings with the dress because I didn't want to show off my legs, even if it was super, super hot in the summertime. Like I used to think I was somebody who... Shouldn't wear bright makeup and I shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that and all of those things. And I was that way for so long, but then something finally just like outfit clicked within me or what it was, but I decided to change. And now, if you look at my Instagram feed, and my Instagram is at beautiful underscore Jessica, there are so many photos of myself. There are definitely way more photos of me than anything else. And some of them are full body shots, some of them are just of my face, some are pictures with other people. But most of, them, most of them are just of me. And that's why one of the hashtags I include on a lot of my posts is hashtag selfies aren't selfish. Because I think that's the stereotype. You know, people are really full of themselves and take a lot of selfies. But because of where I used to be, somebody who had very low self-esteem and very big body image issues and all of that, now I'm proud to take pictures of myself. And I'm proud to show off how I look. Like There are so many things I could talk about just about that one topic, and bodies are definitely something I'm going to talk about more in future episodes, so definitely stay tuned for that. But I used to have to be somebody, or so I told myself I had to be, somebody who blended in, didn't take pictures of themselves, wasn't worthy of having my picture taken, wasn't worthy of sharing those things because who cares what I look like, and even if they do care, they'd only say negative things anyway. You know, you could see how that cycle goes on and on and on. But now I'm somebody who takes, takes pictures of myself all the time. And if I don't share them on my Instagram feed, I'll share them on my Instagram stories mostly. And like also to Facebook. And I'm really proud of all of those photos I, t- I take of myself now because I know where I used to be. And there are more examples of my life I can go through about this topic, but that's the one I obviously felt inspired to talk about because I didn't plan to, and here we are. I really appreciate where I am now, owning the fact that I take selfies and full body shots and all of that, Because that was so far out of the realm of comfortability for me, not even two years ago. It's just so crazy to think about because so much has changed because of this. My self-confidence has gone way up. I have way more self-worth now. My self-esteem is a lot higher. I'm definitely not perfect all the time, you know? I definitely have days where I'm really self-conscious or worried about this or that or should I wear this with that, you know? I still have times like that, but they're much farther and few between than they ever used to be. And it's just so cool to think about where I used to be, even though it was a very low point in my life, because it creates a more well-rounded experience for who I am now. So I guess that's a very roundabout way of explaining it, but I used to have to be somebody who blended in, didn't stand out, didn't take pictures of themselves, you know, all those things I talked about. But now who I am is somebody who loves to take pictures of themselves. I'm somebody who loves to document what I'm wearing or what I'm doing with my makeup that day. Or even if I'm not wearing makeup, I still take selfies and post it. Because I'm proud of who I am now. And I feel like I wouldn't be as proud if I didn't have that self-reflection to think about who I used to be. And again, there are a lot of things I can go into with my past about who I used to be, who I used to think I had to be, and all of that stuff. But that all of us has been a very real example of who I am. I'm somebody who doesn't plan what I'm going to say on this. (laughs) Maybe that'll change in the future. But right now, like, I literally had no notes. I just had the topic idea that I, um, well, the clickbaity title of, here's the most important question you probably haven't asked yourself lately. And I I, I knew I wanted to talk about the topic of who am I, but that was, that was it. I just like hit record and started talking and went. And that's just, that's who I am. I am somebody who plans, but doesn't plan everything. Um, I'm somebody who goes off on a lot of side tangents and a lot of side stories, and sometimes they connect back to the main point, but most of the time I don't, and I end up being thinking about, like, what did I even start talking about? My husband knows this, and bless him for dealing with me. <laughs> I'm somebody who loves to laugh, and I didn't used to laugh very much at all. I'm somebody who enjoys looking at myself in a mirror, and even saying that now just blows my mind, because I know before that was, like, the last thing I did. Like, I even... Like I mentioned, I've gone to counseling a few different times in my life, and one of the times I went to counseling, I think this was back in college, was specifically for self-esteem and body issues because I had such horrible self-image. And I feel like not everybody, not a lot of people in my life probably know that because I wasn't comfortable talking about it at the time, but that's who I used to be. I was somebody who went to counseling because I had such body low body image and low self-esteem. And I used to think I'd be so much happier if I lost weight lost weight. <laughs> and weight has been something that has very much affected my life in a lot of different ways. And that's something I'll talk about on future episodes as well. But that was a big issue for me at the time when I went to counseling for for my self-esteem because I thought I'd be so much happier if I lost weight. I can't remember what I even used to weigh, but I definitely weigh more now than I did then. And this is the happiest I've ever been. That's another side tangent. But It's just, it's so interesting and I think so imperative for us to think about who we used to be and who we used to have to be, to fully appreciate and understand who we are now, even if it's not who we want to be in the future. Mm, Yes, I just love that. What I think the most important question you probably haven't asked yourself lately is who am I? And to, to kind of sum up today's episode, the best way to figure out who you are now is to think about who you used to be or who you used to have to be. And it can be difficult to fully answer that. I can only do that now in the way that I did because I've spent so much time on self-reflection, really thinking about these different things and thinking about how I've been affected by different things. And it's not fun or easy to talk about what low self-esteem I used to have, but it's important to share that because it's a huge part of who I used to be and it's not who I am anymore but it helps me appreciate who I am now because I know how low I used to feel. So, there's a big a big part of my life that maybe you knew about me and maybe you didn't. But I wanted to share that because it's just so important and so close to my heart and I'm going to talk a lot about self-love, self-care, self-esteem, and all of those different things are going to be very big topics on this podcast in the future. And like body positivity or just bodies in general selfies, all of that, and mindfulness, and there's just so much I want to talk about. I don't know if you can tell. (laughs) I'm a little excited and fired up about it, but there's so much I want to talk about, and I'm going to, and I'm not going to do it perfectly. Obviously, there are several tangents and side stories and rambles in this episode, but that's who I am, and some people are going to like that, and some people aren't, and I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm okay with that. I'm what they call a recovering people pleaser, which I know so many people in my life who are also that same way. But this podcast and the style in which I'm doing it and what I'm talking about might make people really uncomfortable, or they might really dislike it, or they just might not understand it. Like there are so many different reactions people can have to this podcast, but it's not going to stop me from sharing what I want to share. That's so powerful. Oh, I just got really proud of myself there because again, in the past, that's like something I never even fathomed being able to say or even think. I always wanted to please other people and um, just go go with the flow and do this and do that and blend in. And now I don't. Like today, I'm wearing a very bright pink dress. I have curled hair and bright makeup and I'm loving it. And yesterday I wore a very bright, like neon pink blazer with some shorts like a blazer and shorts, like it's just so random, but that's, again, going off on little tangents, but I'm so proud of where I am now, even if I want to improve and change in the future, because my past showed me who I used to be, and now I get to show myself who I am now, and start the trajectory for who I want to be in the future, so I'm really excited to see where I go from here, because I've already made so many changes, and done so much work, And self-reflection is so important and definitely something I'm going to talk about a lot in the future as well. So, again, I feel like I tried to wrap this up earlier and then got on more tangents. But I really want you to think about the answer to the question, who am I? And whether an answer comes easily to you or not, also think about who you used to be or who you used to have to be. Because I think that's probably the biggest, or at least one of the biggest, indicators for who we are now. And it can help you think about things differently. Because if I hadn't thought about those different things with my body image in the past, I might not be as proud of myself for, for where I am now. So yeah, that's what I have for you today. Um, I hope you liked it and got something out of this episode. And if you didn't, that's okay. If you got something out of this that you want to share, please do so on social media. And you can tag me or use the hashtag beautiful intuition or at beautiful underscore Jessica. And I'll be sharing some of my favorite takeaways that you guys have. And if you haven't already, I would love if you could subscribe to this podcast, wherever you find your podcasts. I think it's on, if not all, most of the podcasting platforms out there, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify, Stitcher, all of those. I'm really excited to be in all of the places talking about all of the things. So I'd love if you could subscribe and listen to past episodes if you haven't already And get ready for future episodes. New ones will go live every single Friday morning. And I'm really excited to be here. So thank you so much for listening. And now let's all go out and listen to our own intuitions and do it imperfectly. Thanks for listening and have a great day.